Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Excellent. Welcome back to the podcast. Are you staying safe? Trying. I'm trying. Excellent. Um, How about you? You know, it's these times you're trying. Yeah, for sure. But we're going to make it through. Um, Started started, um, work up on the farm again. Even though I'm the only person who lives at my house, so I have to contact Christian Dasher. Um, What kind of farm? I'm I'm gonna plant uh, native seeds, indigenous indigenous plants to the area, um, so I don't till the ground because tilling causes mass erosion. Mm. So you know a variety of things: corn, potatoes. um, Yeah. So we'll we'll see we'll see how it works out. I have about six acres, but four of which are wooded. So I can plant in between the trees because I'm not cutting down trees, uh, which will be cool. It'll be interesting. I could probably, you know, start a GoFundMe like everyone does these days. That works out. Yeah, let me know how that works. <laughs> but we'll see. Anywho, we got to talk about uh, Governor DeSantis. Yeah. I hope you've come with questions because I don't really. All, all right. Um, I do not have questions. However, uh, I'm always prepared to go off the cuff. Yeah, sounds like you. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Cool. So you ready? Yep. Excellent. Okay. So we'll begin right now. Welcome to In Defense of Humanity. This is Osteris Oz Miller. Today, I'm joined by Chastity Duffy, a regular on the podcast, has been on two episodes before. Chastity, please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. As he said, my name is Chastity Duffy. Um, I'm from the Metro Jacksonville, Florida area, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, I brought you on the podcast so we could speak about your fair state which is always in the news, you know, as we talked about in our last episodes, uh, the Florida man, the trope that's inherent to Florida, you know, um, the way that is a part of the South with some of the more negative stereotypes of the South, but not inherently those positive aspects of the South. And we talked about regional difference, of course. You're, you go to North Florida and you have the historical side, uh, a little bit more Southern. You go to South Florida, you have the coast. Um, even still in Southern Florida, you have the beaches, central Florida. I'm, I'm sure there's something there, but you know, we'll we'll just, (laughs) but nonetheless, your governor, um, Mr. DeSantis, we'll call him, Mm -hmm. has opened your state fully for business, for pleasure, for immigration, legal and illegal. Uh, so what what are your thoughts about this um honestly it's really interesting um considering i guess i think we're the first state that's done this um i believe do you know uh, i i think so. heard of any other Florida states doing this. yeah um 
it's a it's it's very interesting and i've seen a lot of um obviously like mixed reviews on it uh it's interesting because uh the mayor of jacksonville actually just um required mask again so at first mm -hmm. there's a 30-day mask mandate um a few months ago maybe and then uh he, it lifted because it was only for a month and then he just uh, reinstated that again uh, after the governor said that, which is interesting because the uh, mayor of Jacksonville is a Republican as well. Mm -hmm. So I really commend him for doing that because he is like actually wanting to do what's right. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, like he wants us to be able to stay open, stay safe, stay healthy, which is really important. Um, and obviously governor DeSantis, he loves to just, um kiss up to trump mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. if i don't know if you saw his um governor when he was running for governor his campaign ads he it literally was all about trump it was like him and his like little kids and he had he was like building blocks with his daughter and he was like build that wall and then oh. he was he was reading a book to his daughter and he was and then mr trump said you're fired i like that part or something and then he was like um, he had a sign and he was reading it to his daughter and it's like make America great again and so that just kind of shows um, how he is and how he thinks he's very Trump trained um, and mm -hmm. so if he was the first one to come out and say that our, our schools were going to be open and that we would not be shutting back down and so he was the first governor to say that I'm pretty sure and then he wanted to be like the example of America, like opening back up. And so mm -hmm. um, it's been his mission to push and to open and open and open and open. And um, it's shown that that's not necessarily, I mean, we definitely had a spike of cases. We were the epicenter for a while. I guess we still are, I'm not positive on that, um, mm -hmm. but it's interesting. I went out to eat last night and um, this is before, I guess the mayor had brought back the mask um, at the restaurant, like some of the workers weren't wearing masks anymore, oh, uh, which okay. was, I didn't really like that, especially like the people back there cooking because it's kind of gross. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. now it makes you think about how, how did we used to live before without masks, mm -hmm. honestly, because it's just mm -hmm. kind of disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, their spits going, they're talking back there, they're singing and, mm -hmm. That's how coronavirus is like spreading because everybody's spit is just going everywhere. Even if it, you don't mm -hmm. see it, it is. So um, that was interesting, but definitely happy that the uh, mayor brought back the mask. Unfortunately, I live right outside of Jacksonville. So I live like nine miles outside of Jacksonville. So he's not my mayor and I don't live in that county. So mm -hmm. we don't have a mask mandate here, unfortunately, but um I wish that more could be like an example, like Mayor Lenny Curry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Even though some might think your um, discussion about the transmission of coronavirus saying spit is crude, I completely agree with you. That is exactly how coronavirus is spread through sputum, which is my uh, preferred word because it sounds weird, and uh, mucous membranes. So someone's talking to you, you're wearing a mask, you're not wearing glasses, it can go in your eye. The odds of that happening are significantly less than you inhaling without a mask. If you're both not wearing a mask, 
then we got a whole problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it only takes one person to infect another who happens to, I don't know, go to a party, let's say at a college or a university that's in North Georgia. And then you have a whole entire um, regional, uh, let's say, baseball team infected. Then they don't know they have it. They go play a game and then everyone's infected exactly. and they spread it to their school. Then you got Florida or Georgia yeah. or anywhere else. So I, I definitely agree with you about the spit and how we couldn't survive because we see in other places, like let's say East Asia. So there was even before the SARS epidemic in uh, the Republic of Korea, we had people wearing masks because of swine flu. And in some places in America, a lot of people wear a mask, whether they have um, conditions that make them immunocompromised or just to stay safe. There were people doing this. But now, right, as we've talked about before on In Defense Humanity, people don't really care about wearing masks. People care about being able to do something and then being told that they're not allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. The mask is just the avatar of that feeling. So it's like you give people the right or the privilege, what have you, of bearing arms. And you say, actually, we're going to pull back a little bit. You can still keep them, but not all the way. And then people get upset. Mm-hmm. You tell people, hey, you can go any speed. And then you put in a speed limit because people are dying, just like what happened in the early 20th century. And then people get upset. They're like, ah, but we've always been allowed to go at whatever speed. And it's like, yeah, that was whenever you had horse-drawn carriages. Now you can reach speeds that are incomprehensible to people who wrote the laws before. So it's like that with the mask. Sure, it might be uncomfortable to breathe through a mask, but I guarantee it's more uncomfortable to uh, breathe through a ventilator. Yeah, and and. I've actually, I've seen a few people like um, that I know like on Facebook and stuff, and they had had like serious cases. Um, my sister and I both got it. Luckily, I was asymptomatic, but she was sick. Um, mm. But I mean, it's some serious stuff. Like I've heard of, like personally, you know, people who just like had it really rough, and mm. I don't know, it just stinks because. Uh, people just don't take it very seriously. And um, I wonder if we will have a spike, like even though the a mayor just like said in a mask mandate, I wonder if we're going to have a spike because they just had a Trump rally um, mm. last week. I didn't see like anybody wearing a mask. So of course um, not. it will be interesting to see. And this is before the state reopened or whatever too. So it, mm-hmm. I'll be curious to see if, because I feel like there's just no way they were packed in this small um, area. And even though it was outside, like there was thousands of people there, no mask. Um, but it just kind of stinks because they don't have any regard for like everybody else. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, also, this area is like very red, and so whenever they're like all listening to like what the president says, and if, of course, if he's you know doesn't take it seriously or doesn't care, they don't either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. And they see our president 
who is currently in office, uh, Donald J. Trump, whether we like it or not, he is currently in office. And they see him not wearing a mask and they say, hey, he's he's of a certain age. He's not wearing a mask, but he's fine. So that means I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, ah, but you don't see that every single person who comes into contact with him, unless they're the reporters who sit at least 10 feet away from him during his press conferences, are tested probably on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, like, his secretaries, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, all get tested, and then all of their people who handle situations around them are all tested. So they're in a safe little bubble. I guarantee the president is not regularly coming down like he used to, hugging people, you know, kissing babies, shaking hands. He's not doing this anymore because he knows better. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had plenty of pastors, plenty of individuals who say this isn't real. It's a hoax who've died. Mm-hmm. And the, the president knows this. Um, you know, what I find interesting. This is like not even on the subject of like Florida, but on COVID is whenever um, Herman Cain died because of coronavirus mm-hmm. and he was at the Oklahoma rally and nobody said anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that's a very clear case. Uh, you know, it was whenever I saw it, I was like, oh, this is uh, very unfortunate, firstly. But you made this decision. You knew the risk and you chose not to acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like everyone else who makes a daily risk of going um, anywhere, anywhere, whether we have to go places or not. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a risk. Yep. So to dive deeper into more questions, to keep this conversation sort of fluid. I have to ask, have you personally left your state or, you know, tell us if you wish, don't if you don't, come into contact with people uh, who you would not normally come? Have you gone out of your way to sort of hang out with people as though the situation hasn't happened? I'll be I'll be honest. I, I've been I've been to places with more people than I would like to have been near to see like friends or, or old coworkers to talk about life and things, you know, social distance, but still played a bigger risk. And I've been fortunate to come into contact with coronavirus um, more times than I would also like to admit. And I am still managed to be alive and, and not have any problems with my lungs or any other part of my body um yeah i have i've hung out with some people Uh, i went up to georgia Mm -hmm. uh what three weeks ago so oh recently yep 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 um although i will say that when i got coronavirus it was not because i was like hanging out with a whole bunch of people i my sister got it she caught it from work Mm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, a lot of times that, that is how it happens, you know. You could, in theory, go to a large party and somehow make it out unscathed and then catch it, like, going to a burger shack. 
So that's that's a possibility. That's yeah. that's not an issue whatsoever. Surprisingly, I was I thought that I was going to come back from Georgia with coronavirus. I really did. Oh, oh, so you you went up with the expectation of catching it. Well, no, I just felt like I went and it was fine. Um, you know, saw my friends and then we saw a few more people uh, who oh. we didn't really intend on seeing. And then, you know, you just feel awkward and you just hug them because, you know, oh. just awkward timing. And mm. I was really thinking on my way home, like, I think it would be nothing but God if I didn't catch coronavirus. And did it catch coronavirus? <laughs> again, okay, okay. I was already quarantined for two weeks, so surprised I didn't catch yeah. it again, but didn't. So you were uh, you were very fortunate because even though the United States, for reasons currently that will be undisclosed, has left the World Health Organization for the current summits, which is insane to me, but I, I will not speak on it. Um, you know, there is a consensus amongst world scientists that there's a good chance you could catch coronavirus again. Uh, you may be less susceptible to symptoms. You may be more susceptible to symptoms, depending upon your reaction, depending upon how your immune system reacts. Because as we talked about in a few podcasts ago with Sam Flagg, everyone's anatomy is different. Everyone's immune system is different. We deal with viruses and, and different ailments in varying ways. So, you know, this time, might be the straw that breaks the camel's back, unfortunately. You know, and to to speak on the part about awkwardness and seeing people who you know. Oh, if I if I lock eyes with you and I know you, I'm gonna hit you with a head nod. I'm turning right, even if I wasn't walking in that direction and I'm walking. That's just that's that's easy. For me, it, it never gets awkward. It might be awkward for them. They'd be like, hey, they start to reach out. Mm-mm, not today, not tomorrow. Maybe yeah. next year. It is an awkward time. It's awkward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd prefer that they feel awkward than uh, feel like they can't breathe. Yeah. Speaking of which, can't breathing and the Black Lives Matter movement, how is Florida currently handling the protest? and the movement towards uh, social justice mm. since the state is completely open. Are protests now happening without police restrictions? Oh. Uh, well, I haven't really seen any protests going on. Okay. Um, currently not in my area, but mm-hmm. um, I'm sure maybe like somewhere there's protests going on, but I'm not really sure. I don't think Florida's really been like the hot topic and like protest wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it would definitely not be without police. Interestingly, I just saw it's funny. I saw um, in my county um, this. Uh, it says neighbors wake up to find racist flyers on their cars, and somebody put like these flyers with swastikas on them, and oh. says who we are. 14 First Foundation, our hotline. We are a pro-white organization fighting for the white race to defend your children and your family. So. Oh, wow. Well, obviously not my children or my family. Yeah, the white the white children and the white family. So. 
Wow. Wow. Well, we should, um, well, we'll leave that number and contact information and in description of this podcast and maybe yeah. we can, so maybe we join. can get them on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, maybe be called the N word on the, on the <laughs> podcast for the first time. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't think I, I don't know much about, yeah, I think that's kind of died down within mm-hmm. the state of Florida. So, yeah. well, at least in my area, I can't speak for all of Florida. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, um, I got to say, that's that's unfortunate. I would yeah. tell you to start it up, but that would put you at risk of catching coronavirus again. Well, about a few weeks ago, they were having um, some Black Lives Matter protests. and mm-hmm. But that's been a few weeks. Not, I mean, I'm not, they, they might have been posting recently um, or going out and protesting recently. But a few weeks ago, they had one in, in my county. And they, there was like a, a, the Black Lives Matter on one side, and then there was the, the people waving their Confederate flags on the other side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The historians. Um, yeah. With, well, they, they were going, they had White Lives Matter on their side. Oh. Yeah, they okay. went full on. White Lives. Uh, um, wow. Wow. Not even so, a whole lot. Yeah. Not all lives, White Lives. So, um, yeah, that happened a few weeks ago, but recently I haven't really seen much. Um, but I'm curious to see if there, if there are um, protests. I wonder what the response will be now because people can't really complain about people protesting when the state's open and you can literally do whatever you want. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know just because this is a perfect pause to tell the guest so audience the podcast is going to be putting specialized content on youtube and on our patreon that can be accessed by subscribers and by patrons if you want to join our patreon you can see behind the scenes footage uh our chats whenever we slip up whenever we say bad things things that might get us canceled i won't put anything that might get chastity duffy canceled because she doesn't say things that are cancelable but i do a lot so go check us out on youtube in defense of humanity and patreon.com slash idol cool we're back in. love that <laughs> advertisement there let me go subscribe right now <laughs> indeed but you know, it's just interesting to think. Florida is the one always in the news. You know, with everything, right? Anything Florida does seems to upset people regardless of which side of the aisle they're on. Yeah. It, I don't know. Some people are like, ah, oh, Florida should just drop in the ocean. The same thing they say about California, but for different reasons. Yeah, you know, I'm worried. I'm worried about the people in Florida. Uh, Bo, Bo of the fifth column, Bo from the fifth column, is from your state. He is. Um, he seems to be a great man. So I'd I'd hate for anything bad to happen to either one of you. I have a few friends in Florida. Well, you I'm know. sure. I'm sure um, most Republican people right now commend Ron DeSantis, and they wish. That they, everybody could just reopen states. 
reopen, reopen. I, I would yes. be surprised if actually many states follow after now that they can not look as crazy. The um, One of the big states I don't hear about too much, not actually a big state, um, is Vermont. So, you know, nestled up there near New York, uh, Vermont is not the hotbed of news these days, nor are they ever. But Yeah, I was about to say, well... Yeah, that's random. Why do you say anything about Vermont? Well, well, if I ever look up like pandemic unemployment assurance, you know, insurance, um, if the state of Georgia Department of Labor is listening, I still have not received any benefits. And you approved me four weeks ago. Stop playing games. But nonetheless, <laughs> anytime I look up like anything about the pandemic or insurance, Vermont is the only like the first result for the first three pages on Google. And I think even in Bing and I'm like, are oh, they really, they're really on it. Cause like somebody files and they're like, Hey, I got my benefits the next day. And I'm like, well, that probably helps that they have very few people in their state. Yeah. That's what but I was also... literally about to say. They're like so <laughs> tiny, but you got to think places like Wyoming are not doing too hot with their, uh, with their, why do you un- know this about no. all these random States? Well, they're not random to me. Everyone's important <laughs> here. We're defending all of humanity, not just populous areas like Atlanta yeah, yeah. and Jacksonville and Los Angeles. So that's why I know Chastity Duffy, because I'm here to defend humanity, not to defend Florida. In defense of humanity. But speaking of which, um, defending humanity... This is not another advertisement for anyone who's listening. Please don't click off this podcast. You know, it is very interesting. As I was saying before, as we were speaking about in the previous episodes, Florida. I know I said this before in this very podcast, but can you enlighten us a little bit about Florida for someone who's listening to this episode and refuses to listen it's um maybe they don't want to defend humanity maybe they've listened long enough and they think oh he's a social justice warrior i'm about to click off tell us why florida is such an epicenter of you know the news bath salts everything oh i was literally talking with my coworkers about this um the other day in which they I they all of them are like from Florida and um we were talking about this and we were well one of my coworkers is like older ish my boss and she was like I just don't understand why people say that about Florida like I don't get the joke and I was telling her I was like yeah I don't get it either like people at school would think that like I don't I was like I don't know what you guys think I see every day if you think I like see naked people on bath salts running like running around town like unfortunately I don't I'm sorry to tell you um it's pretty normal it really is um like I said I live in northeast Florida so I live like Jacksonville like the top of Jacksonville is like 10 miles or something from the border so um from the Georgia border so uh it, it Florida is a different place regard like depending on where you go so like mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. mentioned in the beginning of the podcast like northeast florida or north florida in general 
is going to be more like Southern traditional, Southern Florida. Um, it begins to like change a little bit, but that doesn't mean that like every, like, I mean, I think that some places in South Florida really could be like considered like Southern-ish, um, depending. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Florida is more than just big cities. Um, Florida mm -hmm. has a lot of small towns. Um, I know people like, you know, forget about those. Uh, they're, they're, they mm -hmm. exist here, very small towns. Um, Florida is a swing state, which it's interesting. Mm. Um, majority of Florida really is red, uh, but South Florida has like a higher population, and um, it some of South Florida, I guess, is more um, blue. So, which it makes it a swing state, which is interesting. Um, something else about Florida is we have the third highest amount of electoral votes. Um, mm. so makes us really important in the presidential election. Um, if you can win Florida, you, you can do a lot of things within the presidential election, especially since we're a swing state, considering, you know, the other two big states are California and Texas. So, um, mm. Mm. you already know which way they're going to vote. So if you can, you yeah. know, swing the vote in Florida, it makes a big deal. Um, what else about Florida? It is a great place. It's more than just, you know, where people vacation. And I think that people mm -hmm. just kind mm -hmm. of like overlook Florida. They just say it's like the worst place ever, but it's not. I love where I live. I, I, I really, really love it. I think it's beautiful. I think that, like I said, like the small towns, they make me like, I, like I want to be the mayor of like the small town, like the in one of my in my county. Like I I love it. I like the the small. Like it just it's great. And um, if you ever get a chance, I'd say to go and adventure out past you know Panama City Beach or Orlando or Miami or Tampa because they're not just made up of Disney World and beaches. It's a, yeah. it's a whole state and it's full of great people and. Yeah, maybe I should run for the governor. I don't know. Hey, hey, maybe, maybe if you run for governor, I will, if it's possible, have dual residency, one of which will be in Florida, the other will be in Stockton. So I can <laughs> help people get that universal basic income in Stockton. Okay, sounds great. But uh, as long as you have uh, plant based options, because most of my homies are vegan. Yeah, yeah. But I know Florida with the alligator meat. So, uh, so speaking maybe. of alligators, it's funny. Somebody just so there's a big river here in Jacksonville. I guess it actually runs all the way. It runs up. It's one of the only rivers that runs north. Interesting, right? Mm -hmm. It's one of the only in mm -hmm. like the whole country. So it, it comes up down. I think it starts maybe in like Tampa or something like that. And it comes all the way up to Jacksonville. But when it gets like, I think from like Tampa and up, it looks small, like a, like an actual river, like, you know, like a stream, like not very like, mm -hmm. you know, wide or anything. But once you're in like Jacksonville area, it's like huge. Like when we, when we, whenever we first moved here, like my family's from Georgia. So whenever we moved here and my dad thought he'd only seen like, you know, you know how rivers look in Georgia, like, you know, what rivers are supposed to look like. And <laughs> um, my dad asked the realtor, oh, is this the ocean? Because it's huge. It, it doesn't look like a typical, you know, river. Anyways, regardless, mm -hmm. I mean, besides that, 
uh, I saw that in in this town that I want to be the mayor of, Green Cove, they caught um, so or hunted uh, a twelve foot alligator that weighed four hundred and thirty five pounds. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? And they're going to uh, the people said that they cut they they got it and they're going to keep the head and mount it in their house and then they're oh. going to eat the alligator tail. I was like, well, I need to oh. go hang out with those people. Sounds like a party. Or not. Alligator tail is awesome. You, you know, that's Gator what I'm saying, too. You could, you could not hang out with people who hunt down wild <laughs> animals and, and then uh, hang their heads. Uh, that's that's a good rule of thumb, you know. In the apocalypse, right? I, I always think about it like this. I was like, cool. In the apocalypse, these people are going to survive. I don't have the same values as these people. So if I come across them about 10 years after the apocalypse happens, they've already gone off to the survival mode. I'm done. They're going to kill me. So I'm just not going to interact with them after the apocalypse. Cool. I can say, what's up? I can hang out with them after that apocalypse. Nah, these people go to survival mode. I'm in survival mode. I'm foraging. They're hunting. They run out of animals. Yeah, but come on, you know. Let's let's be honest. You gotta. We know what's gonna. You gotta risk it. You gotta go just for the gator tail. You know what I mean? I don't. Have you need to one day? You need to just give up your veganism for like one day. Mm. Try some gator tail, love it, and then go back to your veganism or not because it's so good. See, nobody on the podcast knew I was vegan because I've never mentioned it before. You, I thought you mentioned it earlier. I said plant-based friends. Uh, I never said anything about Well, now myself. they know. Secrets but out. I've been recording podcasts since 2018, <laughs> and I've been outed. Do you know how bad it is to be outed? On your own podcast. On a public forum that barely anyone listens to. I have less than a thousand listeners. Hey, that's a lot, though. Wait, if you have, like, do you have close to a thousand? We're getting there. Okay. We need to get to a million. Okay. I'm trying to quit. I'm trying to quit working for the rest of my life. Okay. Share with your friends. Okay. Everybody who's listening. Everybody who's listening, share this podcast with your friends. Chastity Duffy supports us. And we support her for mayor of Green Cove. Thank you. Thank you. As long as she... uh, legalizes alligator hunts yes always in the city limits in the city limits i don't care what people do outside the city limits. get a tail get a tail anywho <laughs> back to direct florida so we're discussing florida and you know i think we've covered a lot of things you've sort of disbanded the the group's in Florida said, hey, we're not all high on bath salts. We're not all alligator hunters, so to speak. We're not all, you know, naked men running around. So tell me what it means to be to be a Floridian during the pandemic with an open state. Just just like a final thought. I don't know. You have as much time as you need, but condense it and tell us what it means to be a Floridian who's not like other Floridians. Well, it's interesting because um, I think that, so of course, Floridians like go out and hang out and we are like a part of the problem. But now that like, especially during the summer months, 
and like us being the epicenter it was i don't think it was a majority of because like yes the floridians were part of the problem but everyone and their mother like i saw people on snapchat facebook twitter everybody's coming to florida to visit just because like you know and then you bring whatever you have and you bring it with you or you know whatever and so it builds these cases and cases and cases and cases and cases and even whenever coronavirus first started like the like some of the first few cases weren't even people that were like from florida and so um yeah we were like the epicenter of the world but i don't think that we were like the main problem i wish that i mean even though it wasn't for a while i think they might have like closed it off to um people who were like from new york or something like that i think and i think they were really trying to monitor that in the beginning because i had come i went to georgia like in june or something like that and as soon as you cross the border they had like a place and they'd be like where are you coming from and then they had like a testing center i think it was like for i think it really was for like if you were coming from like new york or something but anyways mm-hmm. i think that a lot of the problem was everybody coming here to vacation and then it creates more cases and be- us becoming the epicenter um now mm-hmm. with us being fully open well i haven't really like yesterday at the restaurant i went to like i it was a monday night like nobody was really there um it was pretty quiet and so i can't really say what i feel like it's going to be like yet because honestly um i don't know i wonder what it'll be like for um universities um because i know that the governor also is trying to make it to where people like kids can't get in trouble like from their schools for like going to parties and stuff like that because if if it's open they should be able to go that's how he feels so um I'm curious to see how that'll go because if they were trying to keep from you know students going to these big gatherings if he makes it to where you know that can't happen anymore then like you know they're not gonna not go they're gonna go and party and whatever and um (laughs) that not only affects everybody on the college campus but it continues to affect the people who live in like those towns and cities like you know if everybody at UF goes and parties, well, they're not just affecting everybody at, you know, UF, they're affecting everyone in Gainesville. And so um, that'll be interesting for now. It doesn't, I, I haven't, like I said, it's, you know, Tuesday. And so um, maybe come weekend, we'll see what it's like. And I hope that we can um, keep cases down. I hope that people will continue to wear their mask. Um you know, we all want this to end uh, soon, but I don't really know how soon now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you for giving that brief on our current status. Uh, thank you for being on the podcast again. Is there anything else you would like to cover? Um, anything you'd like to promote besides your mayoral um upcoming elections i you know one time i tried to become youtube famous haven't posted in like a year but you can try to you can follow me chastity duffy uh c-h-a-s-t-i-t-y-d-u-f-f-e-y and Uh, yeah yeah, you can follow me on instagram chastity jordan c-h-a-s-t-i-t-y-j-o-r-d-a-n i I don't know that's all i got Mm -hmm. perfect well 
We'll definitely that's that's staying in the podcast. This episode is raw and unedited. Amazing. We're gonna put that in the comments so that people think that they're gonna get more out of this episode than they are. Uh, you know, a little bit of classic misleading. But on your YouTube, because we're leaving that in, that is with the expectation that you will post more videos because consistency is the way to success on YouTube. I think that um, you should help me then because my cover photo is still says college lifestyle vlog and which I'm not in school anymore. So um, it's on you. If you help me since I helped you, then you can, oh. if you'll make me a new cover, then I'll, you know, come out with more content. Well, well, I think we can have a quid pro quo as presidents and senators have done for centuries. Uh yeah, we could definitely have a quid pro quo with the expectation once more that you post consistently. And for me, you share my podcast with each and every person, including on your platform. And after coronavirus, I'll be in one of your vlogs. I will edit your college lifestyle uh, page so that it says something not that. Okay, sounds good. Uh, you let me know when it's ready. And um, yeah. I'll get to posting more vlogs. I'll show you what it's like to live in Florida during having an open state. That would be the first one. Excellent. Excellent. Perfect. Well, Chastity, once again, we're glad that you came on the podcast. This is a good one. This is one of our shortest podcasts other than the one I recorded um, earlier in the week. And yeah, yeah, this is going to be good. So thank you for having wanna, me. You know, have a good evening. And join us again soon. Okay, sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye.